What's up, Southwest Virginia? Welcome back to Beats, Brews, and Buddy, Season 2, uh, Episode 21. My name is Travis Schmidt. This is... Jeremy Price. Today on our beat, or what we're going to talk about, we're going to talk about what it's like being a frontman, plain and simple, with our buddy, Terry Brown. Give it up, ladies and gentlemen. How are we doing, Terry? I'm doing great, man. It's good to be here. Loving it. I'm glad that you're here, dude. So, Terry... I want to read this bio, but um, Jeremy, we're just gonna. What are we drinking today? Oh man, we're drinking Aquafina. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's a little yeah. water. Now, like, now, just as a group, we're drinking Aquafina. Travis and I might have one of those leftover Atomic Punks from the Two Dollar Shit podcast. That sounds great. That I say might as I stare at it on the I table. Know. Well, let's let's start with this. That water is exceptionally good for a lead vocalist. Okay, so like we're doing the right thing by drinking <laughs> drinking our H two O. We are so. water. Water is good for everyone. Yeah, and if we don't change the subject, it's a different podcast. Because yeah. you know me, I'll get going on that. So, water. quote, Mama said I was singing before I was talking. Terry Brown. Terry Brown is a singer who comes to Roanoke from Willing, uh, Wilmington, Delaware. He came to Roanoke to pastor a small uh, church in 1986. Terry studied voice at Delaware State University and musical theater from the University of Delaware, um, uh, respectively. Although Terry studied classical voice in college, he grew up singing mainly R&B, jazz, and show tunes and choral music. Terry is had the privilege to perform with some of the finest musicians in Delaware and in the Roanoke Valley. He is a former male lead singer for the Sway Cats Big Band and is current lead singer for the Kings Band. We'll talk about that. Terry is also the co-founder and lead singer of the new defunct band, The Fire, as well as the Terry Brown Ascension Project. The brand of the music is an elect- eclectic mix of jazz, blues, R&B, classic rock with the classic rock variation and a fusion blend and he ends, yeah he ends his short bio is like my short bio exclamation, exclamation. that's what he said my that's short what one? I said I love it that's, that's I a nice way of saying it I got a lot of stuff in here no so alright let's start with uh, with baby baby Terry yeah came out just singing not, not talking that's correct yeah my, my mom said you know and and I remember I was like two or three years old, man, just in the stores, just blasting, you know, my voice, just singing as loud as I can. I guess because my mom always told me that's what I did. So I kind of remember that. And she she said that I was singing before I could even talk. And so singing is really a part of who I am. So um, I and I I love to perform. I love to sing. Been doing it all my life, all through grade school, um, junior high school, high school, college, and even to this day. And uh, man, I ain't getting no younger. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> so your bio said '86 was um, you came to Roanoke. Yeah, yeah. '86. A- uh, my wife and I moved uh, to Roanoke. Um, there was a, a, a church here in uh, Roanoke that was part of our, our church at large. And um, I came to pastor the small church. I pastored that church for four years. And then I started a work which lasted about 25 years. So that time, yeah. 
you know, I only sang a little bit in church. I was not a front man, was not a performer. And I, I totally out of it until um, uh, un, until the church, the church finally disbanded. People start moving away and so on and so forth. And um, that's when I got back into singing. And so, we'll, you know, I'll see if, if you have any questions for me at that point. Mm. So... Oh, you're just humming. You know, like, whenever, sometimes when he hums, he's like, hmm, and then mm. in, enters a question. That's my cue. That was your cue. No, I didn't have a question. <laughs> okay. So here to Roanoke, here to Pastor, what what brought you, so the the, the, bring, the church brought you to Roanoke? Yeah, yeah, okay. that's what, yeah, that's what brought me to Roanoke, um, uh, to Pastor. Um, we had some friends that had uh, had family in Roanoke. So in, from, from the church I was in, in, in Wilmington. And so they said uh, they needed a pastor here. And so, you know, I was ready for the pastor at that time, finished my college education, so on and so forth. What did you study at, in college? Uh, um, well, Divinity? I was kind of all over. Yeah, I, well, I studied, um, I was a sociology major with a concentration. My man. <laughs> a sociology major with a concentration in urban affairs, but I minored in um, in philosophy. Okay. And I studied um, in my church. I studied our church doctrine and church stuff. So that's why this guy right yeah. here, is sociology and crime and justice. Yeah. Wow. So okay. I love sociology is where it's at. Yeah, man. Love it. I love, love it. it. Love it. So college uh, in Delaware. Yeah. Right? Yeah, what's what's Delaware like? I'm De- cold, <laughs> cold, cold sometimes. Yeah, well, you know, it's called the small wonder, right? I, no, I, <laughs> I, I didn't know that. I didn't know that. Delaware is the small wonder, smallest state, you know, and uh, I, I think it was the first state to ratify the Constitution of the United States here, Delaware. Yeah. Okay. Uh, okay. Yeah, man. Yeah. Little, little, little place, but, uh, well, but but big things happen. But lo- a lot yeah. of big stuff, man. A lot he, of music. A lot he, of music. Is it? It was. Okay. Sadly, that's not the case now. Oh yeah. no. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, when he was reading your bio, I did not. So this is one of those cases where we don't know each other. Yeah. Not, right. Yeah. Um, Terry hasn't met either one of us. Either one of tonight. us, and we've yeah. all been around for at least a little while. But I dig you, cats, man. So. <laughs> well, we appreciate it. <laughs> Cheers to you. But I mean, you can't really mention music in Roanoke without talking about the Kings. It, if it doesn't come up in conversation, I think it's just it's it's a short conversation. Yeah. You know, there's some other groups like that. Yeah, uh, the works being one of them, and I don't know if we've even had a member of those guys on. Uh, Andy, <coughs> did we? Andy. Oh, the one y'all did without me. Yeah, Thanks. Sorry. <laughs> I'm kidding. I had a gig. Um, but like, but I had no idea he was going to say that. So then he says Delaware, and I'm over here like, okay, I had no idea. And yeah. then talked about your voice training. I'm like, oh, okay. it just got deeper and deeper. Yeah. So I want to know more about both Delaware and your voice training. Yeah. Well. Um, and the Kings. Yeah. For me, um, you know, as I said, I began very young. I mean, in first, second, third grade, man, I was in shows. I mean, I started out, you know, singing and performing, acting, all kinds of stuff. Uh, went through um, when I got into junior high school, I was in every I was in all city choir, all all state choir. Um, I was selected to be an All-American Youth Choir. I sang, I've been singing literally all of my life. Right. Are you a baritone? Are you a tenor? I, I, I am a tenor, second tenor. And um, 
and I've I've done all all styles of music. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've done everything well, from your bias and all sorts. Yeah, I mean, all all over the spectrum. When I was 14, 15 years old, you know, I began singing in some of the joints. I was not even old enough to be. Yeah, yeah. But common um, theme. Yeah, common theme, common theme yeah. man. Absolutely. But um, and I was and I was there and I was singing jazz in clubs when I was 15 years old. Mm. You know, and um, and then when I went to school, I went to uh, Delaware State, now it's Delaware State University, it was Delaware State College when I went. And um, I paid my first year's tuition because I didn't know what I was going to do. I said, well, I don't want my parents to waste this money because, <laughs> you know, I'm kind of hanging out. Yeah. You know yeah, what yeah, I mean? Yeah. And so I, I, I go to school, but I ended up with a four years earning a four-year scholarship to study voice. Okay. Okay. Wow. Yeah, yeah, man. So here I am um, in school and not liking it at all. <laughs> and so I, um, I ended up dropping out of college my first year because um, I wanted to go and sing. So I joined a friend of mine, and we put together an amazing group, amazing group called The Ultimate Structure. And um, we did everything except cover music. Okay. We wrote all of our own stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. So, you know, that's, that's where we were. And, you know, we were in Philadelphia, we were in New York. We busted in Philly International Records. With um, you know, with the OJs and everybody, you know, come out of that. Was it OJs? I forget now. It's a long time ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was Philly, Philadelphia International Records, um, and uh, we knocked on the doors, man. And we were doing things like that. We were going up to New York, hitting some of the clubs up there, just singing, just rocking it out, man. And um, and so once that period was over. Um, I ended up in the military, and I sang in the military. I was in the, mm. I was in the Navy choir. Okay. <laughs> okay, so I was, like, singing. How long like did I you said, serve? Um, I was there for a year and a half. Okay. Yeah. Well, thank you for your service. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, man. I thank, I thank you for your singing. Thank you. I'm joking. <laughs> I actually work at the VA hospital. I'm, I work ah, with veterans uh, yeah. directly. And, uh, yeah, I do. Thank you for your service. Thank you so and much. Singing. Yeah. Um, long story short, man, when I came to Roanoke, okay, I hadn't sung because, you know, I got into ministry and at that time, you know, people had a view of, of ministry, um, that boy, if you're in ministry, boy, you can't be out there doing the bar scene. You can't be well, doing it's, it. It's almost like you can't be doing anything. Yeah. You almost can't do anything. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Pretty much. And so I literally sang a little bit in the church. Okay, um, but I had been out of singing by that time. After singing all those years, ever since I was a young man, young dude, I had stopped singing about t- for 25, 30 years. That's oh, wow. Time. Can you believe? Yeah. It's, it's, so, so here's the funny thing. Here's the funny thing. When I got with the Kings, it was like, it was like I was a raw dude coming out. 
singing again. Like, like you never sang like before. Like I never sang before, never was a front man, never did, you know, and I, you know, I was always a cat, man. I could get up and do. Like you I knew could, better. I could do my thing. You know yeah, what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Because I've, I've had years and years of experience. But, yeah. but, but then again, you take 20, 30 years, 25 years off of that experience and you don't do anything and you're, you're stepping into a group. You yep. have a different voice. That's a totally different animal, man. Yeah. I tell you that right now. How did that, just, how, how'd that make you feel? Because you know. I felt weird. Weird. Okay. Because you, you know I, what you're capable of. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but, yeah. But did you respect that absence? Like, it's a lot. If you're not touching it every day. Okay, here's what happened. Here's what happened. My mama got sick. Mm. Mama used to say, Terry, why don't you sing? She was, Terry, why don't you sing? And I said, okay, I'm going to start singing. When she got sick, because she needed care, constant care right and my wife and i took care of my mama for four years she was bedridden okay and i used to go out to get a break to go to 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 karaoke true story huh? honest to goodness um and every thursday night we'd go to 202 downtown roanoke uh-huh. y- y'all remember the yeah. 202? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, go sir. down there that karaoke night thursday yep. nights every thursday night yep and we had a group of us and we would meet and we'd meet for karaoke, man, and we'd go down there and sing. I met a man coming in. His name was James Pace. Y'all, know, y'all familiar know James. with James? We know yes. James. Yeah. yeah, we know James. James Pace heard me sing. Came up to me one night and says, hey, here's my card. Let's get together and do something. This, this is what happened. So James and I started doing something. We started working on some music, man. We were going to put some shows together. James was back and forth to Europe, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? He's back and forth. So, well, we, so how long ago was so this? This was, I'm talking about now, like 2008, 2009-ish, okay. Okay. okay? So James and I, you know, we were putting something together, and I love working with him because that's a bad, bad dude. That's a bad dude. That's a bad dude on the keyboards, mm-hmm. man. So James and I started working. There was a couple other people. We started doing something. But James, like I said, James was back and forth. So we never did solidify anything. So I get a call one day. James says, this is probably like 2009-ish. James says, Terry, I'm on my way to California, but the Kings, but the Kings are looking for somebody to, 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 to front the band, to lead the band, lead singer. I said, okay. Did you so, know who they were at that time? I had I'd, I'd seen them. I had met, okay. I had met Larry Wheeling. Okay. Um, because working with James, <laughs> this is crazy, because working with James, I run into some people like Elmer Coles and, and so on and so forth. And, and so um, and so we, I would stop in uh, Blue's Barbecue. Oh, my God. God. Man, during those days, it was jumping. It was popping. Folk would come in there. That, play, that little place was packing out. Yep. And the music was thriving. So for our listeners, Blue's Barbecue used to be right next to Two in that corner junction of two hundred two. What so is that, it right now for our list? Ernie's, it is Ernie's uh, the breakfast. Yeah, the, and the Ernie's, Ernie's used to be around the corner, yeah. but uh, um, Blues Barbecue. I think it had a different name prior, but it was always like. Uh, let me tell you what this thing reminded me of. Reminded me of a spot you might you might go to in maybe Memphis. Okay. May, may, now I don't want to say because like 
I'm a Memphis guy more than a Nashville guy. I hope, <laughs> I, I, hope I just offended everybody listening. But uh, <laughs> no, <laughs> but I'm a more of a Memphis guy. But like the vibe was like that, and, yeah. and uh, some nights were all nights were great, but some nights were like, what Whoa. city am I in? Oh, it was. Yeah, but now I just wanted to let people know that that existed. Yeah, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, 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 no. That's good. I love it because you know it's good for people to 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 know what was going on like during that time. Yeah, it it was it was that place was it was hot, man. The music, man. It was energy and innovation and creativity coming through the music. It was. It was awesome. And that was only it, it, 15 years ago. It was something else. Yeah. It yeah, was yeah. something. Every, but every now and then you find Bernard in there. Well, yeah. see. Do you know Bernard? Well, see. Did you know Bernard? Yeah, man. <laughs> let me tell you something. God bless him. Let me, t- let me tell you something, man. See, this is what I'm talking about. See, see Bernard, um, I saw Bernard, Bernard before I started going into spots and singing. Mm-hmm. I, saw, I saw him in the window of 202. You know, remember they had that big window? Oh, you, I remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I watched yeah, it from yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, yeah. The big window. I saw Bernard playing bass in there. And see, Bernard looks just like my brother-in-law. Exactly like my brother-in-law. And I'm looking at this cat, and he's killing the bass, dude. And I'm saying, oh, my God. <laughs> I'm looking, and I'm listening, and I'm almost crying. Because he was the real <gasps> deal. I'm, I'm going to interrupt no, one more no, time. Go ahead. And then Please. I want no, no, no. Tell me, stop interrupting. No, you go ahead. Go I, ahead. I taught at a camp that Victor Wooten runs. So I want to say it's 2006, 2007. Um, he caught wind of some of this. I was doing some really bizarre stuff. He caught wind of it. And uh, he said, I want you to come down here and teach teach that to my camp. So I went down, talked to his camp. I actually play, got to play a tune with Vic. Um, it was, I was nervous. It was, it was a situation, right? He goes, tell me where you guys are from again. And I was like, we're from Roanoke, Virginia. And Victor Wooten goes, oh, you know Bernard? He said it so fast. <laughs> I was like, I, I do. I've actually never played with him. I never did. We, like, dapped hands a couple of times. Uh, Bernard Harrison was a gift. He's not with us anymore. God I rest his soul. Um, I, I play music with a Harrison on, in a couple of different projects. And I don't know if they're related, but they, they have this weird gift. Yeah. And, it, I mean, it's the type of gift that's not... That words don't do the favors. Words don't. Words don't explain it. You have to so, see it. But go ahead. But no, no. I see. I, see. I want to thank you for that because, um, <laughs> that kind of talent, man, is hard to to explain, to quantify. Bernard was an absolute monster. He was an absolute beast. But not only that, in terms of a musician, but as a person as well, mm. he was just a tremendous, tremendous guy. So I'm looking in this window. I said, one day I want to work with him. One day. And it so happened that I worked with Bernard on several shows, man. And I got, I got, and it was, and it was because I had met James Pace and then Elmer Cole. See, um, I met Elmer doing something somewhere. I can't even remember, but it was with James, I think. Mm-hmm. And and then Elmer grabbed me. He said, come on, man, let's do something. Yeah. And I started, that's when I started going in into um, Blue's Barbecue with Elmer Coles and, and, and Bernard was, 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 was playing the bass. But see, here's another thing about um, um, Bernard is that 
you could you could go up as a singer as a vocalist you could say well i want to do this in b minor i want to do this in you know a flat a he let me let me tell you something it didn't matter what key you asked for <laughs> yep yeah, yeah he could put it in any key that you wanted to play it mm-hmm. in and sing it in yeah see this this <laughs> whole community actually let me not say the whole community because there's there's some like tiny communities within our large community, which is why we're doing what we're doing. Yeah, they all know that to the level of, that it's almost like people don't even say it. You know, people like we've just mentioned his name. Yeah, the yeah. dude could have been household oh. on world class level, yeah. and, and and he kind of was in certain circles. Yeah. But he's also a hardworking man. Yeah, um, I don't I only talked with him i don't know where he was with all that you know you can take it the academic route i don't yeah. know where he was with it don't don't care yeah. he could do that stuff yeah. without that like he just he just played yeah he, he played like he spoke yeah he 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 definitely was a gift um and he's and he's much like it's much like brian mesco to me um troublemaker these guys see look <laughs> i'm kidding i I met him on the podcast we no, had a great time no i Sorry, look, brian. look look brian mesco i met brian mesco man at a gig we i didn't know him from adam he didn't know me from adam so <laughs> but the gig worked like this okay i said look we're gonna have this jazz luncheon mm. right and the guy that put it together says we're not gonna have a rehearsal send in your songs and the keys to the music okay so we just send in the song list with the keys didn't know anybody else right didn't know the people who are going to be playing with so we come to the gig ready to jam so here i am ready to sing my songs and we got into a few of those joints, man. We were kicking. I mean, smoking jazz blues, just, you know, doing it. And I look and I hear this white guy in back of me just killing it. <laughs> I'm freaking out on this gig. I'm freaking out. Out, you hear yeah. me? Yeah, yeah, I hear you. I look behind, <laughs> cause look, I gotta look behind me, cause look, who in the world is playing this guitar like a madman? And I look back, <laughs> and it's Brian Mesco. First time I met him in my entire life. Was he sitting in a chair, leaned back with his right leg Man, on his yeah. left? Hand? Was he like this? No, he was like, no, no. Are you serious, man? Brian was. Sm- Okay, man, I'm telling you. And see, Brian and I hit it off just that quickly because his energy matched what I had. Mm. And it was absolutely crazy. And it was like, see, see when, Brian, when, when, when Bernard passed away, I mean, I wept. It was like for me, Mm. I can only talk about me. It was like for me, part of a great part of the music here in this area died. Of course it did. When, 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 when he passed away, I said, man, 
ooh, the music died here. The music died, bro. You know what I'm saying? And then I met Mesco. And for me, <laughs> music began to live again. Oh, man. That's really powerful. Mm. That's really powerful. For me, music began to live again, man. You know what I'm saying? Because um, because of the passion, man. Yeah, yeah. You know. You're giving me chills. You're giving me chills because, uh, because of your passion. And I, I was thinking that minutes ago, we would do a debrief on the podcast. I'm like, this man's passion is still, you know, I, I have something to learn from that. I, I I've seen you play. I've heard I've heard you sing, and um, there there is a, a presence about you. There is this great aura where I think musicians. I mean, you're playing with cats like Brian Mesco. Yeah. You're playing with Willis Greenstreet. Oh yeah. Uh, you're playing uh, with the yeah, the Ascension Project is Willis Greenstreet and. Um, Jason Hoffines on the drums. Yeah, Jason Hoffines. Jamie L. Allen on the Jam- keys. He's a fantastic oh. key player. Oh, my God. Um, you're playing with these cats here in Roanoke that have are really making a name for themselves. Yeah. And uh, and I, 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 can, I can say that because some of them I haven't even met. Now, I spoke to Willis because I wanted to try to snag Willis for the Midnight Envy, but uh, we... Uh, that's a long story. <laughs> He's a busy dude. He's a busy dude. Willis. Yeah. So yeah. long story short, um, you, you, you are carrying, in my opinion, a lot of this Valley's um, musical presence by, by what you've done for this Valley. So, Boy, so thank, thank you. you. No, thank you. But, but also showing a certain amount of um, respect isn't the word. Like, like it's, there's a certain enthusiasm that I'll, I'll say, like, I have to work for my enthusiasm, you know, after this much time in the game, and, and I have to, like, check myself on many levels. To, yeah. um, um, and, but I'm picking up from you that it's <clears throat> it's really not that hard. Like, you got to, if you love it and you yeah. enjoy it, like, you're right there. So you, 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 you're having a hard time talking about Brian Mesco and Bernard because of how much they meant to this community, and I think that needs to be heard. Yeah. That needs to be heard. Yeah. You may. I want to go upstairs and practice right now. And tell yeah. you the truth. Well, <laughs> I want to go play. Well, you know. Well, you know. See, see, Brian is world class as well. Yeah. Brian can Brian can play anywhere in the world. Yeah. I mean, he's he's. You know, it's it's very few people match. He just and, did. And he just went overseas with James Pace. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> very few people match the passion that he has as a musician. Yeah. Um. And um, I'm I'm extremely passionate about music. Like I said, I've been doing it all of my life, except for that break, that time. And, you know, and I was thinking about it. You know, I said, man, what it what would it what would have been like for me not to get back into music? I think a great part of who I am would have been missed. You know, I would I would have missed. Can you touch upon that? Cause yeah, I'm pretty yeah. sure you were talking about your your you had a significant illness here recently. Can yeah. you touch upon? Oh, yeah. Like you went for this big long break of um, pastor to 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 not singing for a while and then getting back into it, and then that was kind of taken away from you in a sense with this illness. Oh. Uh, can you as talk about as long that? as you're comfortable if, talking as long as about? Oh yeah, oh oh, I'm I'm yeah. If you not throw something oh, at us, yeah. no man, hey. I tell you, I tell you, 
it's 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 funny in a way, in the sense that even when I was ill, laying in the bed, man, um, and I I don't mean to get gross or anything like that, but shoot, sometimes I didn't know if I could make it to the bathroom, you know, stuff like that. But I was still singing, man. I was singing to the nurses. I let them know. I let them know who I am, what I do, and I would sing to them. But but there was a there, there was one time when I didn't know that I could get back out and do it again and do it again. Yeah, you know, because look, when I went into the hospital, I mean, I had no I had, look. There was no indication. There were no signs that I even had an illness. I was walk. I got up one day. And I felt so bad, and I called my grandson to help me down the steps. I said, something's not right here. And then I said, um, so he called his dad, who was somewhere in the house, and um, my son called the ambulance and called my wife. And then I was in the hospital again, as I was telling you earlier, I was in the hospital, man. I was in, the, I was in ICU for three weeks. And I'm still recovering. You know, I'm still recovering even this very day. But I wanted to hear about the part of singing to the nurses because I just knew it in my bones that that's what you were doing. Oh, yeah. You were just, oh, I, yeah. There's a, there's a lot of life in you. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, man. I just, it, it was just something I couldn't help. I just wanted to sing. Um, and sing to them and let them, you know, I just want them to feel good, you know, yeah. you know, cause that's what, you, you know, th this is what this music thing's about anyway. That's what when we, we were talking about. Uh, um, we, we, we were talking about, you know, um, um, uh, the jealousies and all this kind of stuff and all the competition. Uh, guess what? My competition is with me. Mm. You understand? Yeah. Because because as an entertainer, as a singer, my goal, my purpose is to touch my audience. Look, look, nothing else really matters. Okay, nothing else really matters. My goal, my purpose is to touch my audience. People come out, what they man, they gotta let stuff go. It's people out here struggling with this and that and that and this. Why they won't come see somebody dragging and all that kind of stuff and 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 down and out? No, I'm gonna I'm gonna lift you up, right? You come to see me perform, and I'm gonna bring energy and I'm gonna bring something to you, yeah, because I want you to feel it. Because to me, that's what the music is for. Well, shoot, you're just talking here, and I'm feeling it now. <laughs> uh, and you're not even singing right now, so ah, uh, Terry, that's. That's really powerful, and I'll tell you why it's powerful. My mom uh, spent 80 days in the hospital with um, colon cancer at one point in my life, and I just recall how her attitude with things really just changed the demeanor of the whole outcome of her cancer, in my opinion. My and, goodness. And she, she, you said you wanted to uplift them because they were doing something for you the <sighs> nurses and stuff. And that, I mean, it's like, it's really powerful, man. So, I mean, I, I'm. Yeah. I, I understand. Now you need me to take over. Yeah. Take over. You messed, you messed up. 
we messed up right now. I got this. <laughs> um, I'm, I I need to be like. I mean, you're very inspiring. Just say it. Thank it's you. inspiring to see a man um, of your experience, your age, and what you've been through, right? And I hope, I hope I can say that yeah. without offending somebody. No, of because because we need because we're all gonna we're all gonna get there. You know, nobody's getting younger. Yeah, yeah. And to see you coming here with that type of enthusiasm when I gotta fight for it. And I got to check what's going on with me. I have to. And uh, just, just a quick little digression. Like, I, I've always been pretty quiet with my talent. Um, but, you know, there's probably some people heard that. and like, that's, that's bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> because I, I always want to perform, right? But I, I always felt weird about, hey, look at me. I can do this, right? I never, that's never, it was always a competition with myself. I knew there was an ability. And I knew I wanted to hone it. And um, I went through that journey like we all do. When you do hone it to a certain level, it, you almost have a responsibility. And this is something I've just learned. You have a responsibility um, to share that. And I used to think that was bull crap. Like I used to perform with a band, one of my favorite bands I've ever performed with. No offense to the guys I'm playing with now. I was young with my hood on because I wanted to stay so focused on the craft. Yeah. Right, the joy it bring it would bring to people was not necessarily a part of my journey. As you age, you need to realize you really are. If you're a performer, you really are doing that. It doesn't matter how good or bad. There, there are some great bands that aren't the best bands in the world, but they really uplift people. Yeah, and not everybody has that gumption, has that wherewithal to admit to themselves, "I'm a performer. I'm going to go perform." It's a job. Right. And it can get made fun of by, you know, certain folks who don't understand performing, but you are uplifting those folks. You are taking them away for a brief moment in time and not everybody can do it. And that doesn't mean you're the best at it. It, what it, what it means is it is a position in society that some of us take and some of it take us very, some of us take it very seriously. Some of us don't, uh, some of us get jaded because it is hard work. And we've talked a lot about that. Yeah. So for you to come in here with enthusiasm for the art because art's number one you got to make sure you know what you're doing yeah. and then number two there's a, there's a there's a social responsibility for people who are performers and you're really speaking to both things and um and doing it while you're sick i mean i'm just gonna leave it there yeah, yeah. man i'm gonna leave it there yeah so I, with with all that said uh w- w- your job is what on stage Wow, you, it's it's. I, I, I'll tell you like this: it's it's different things at different times. Absolutely. Okay. For an example, when I got back with the Kings, okay, I was so green. I was green again. I'm. You, you think about it. I'm off for 25 years. Yeah. And I hadn't performed you know, for that long, 25, 30 years, whatever it was, okay? And and I have to thank Larry Wheeling for, le- uh, <laughs> you know, for giving me the shot, <laughs> you know? And so my my responsibility when I first got with the Kings was to sing. Yeah. You understand? Yeah. Um, I mean, I've seen a lot of, I've seen, I've seen front men who I said, man, I wish I could do that. Yeah. You know? And so it wasn't, you, you know, so I didn't, I didn't grow up as a rock front man. Sure. Okay. Because I always wanted to go to Vegas. The cats I would listen to and look at 
had a different style. Yeah. And that's what my style kind of emanated from people like Sinatra and, and uh, Tony Bennett. You sounds like you have think, a large I, uh, repertoire of jazz and, and uh, blues. A lot of jazz, blues, um, even, you know, people like Billy Joel. Yeah. Or um, Jim uh, or uh, Croce, okay. people like that, uh, like the group America. Like, I mean, look, man, where I grew up, um, there was all kinds of people, and so I was exposed to a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of music, yeah. dude. I've got so much music in me that it's like ridiculous. <laughs> but but my style in terms of of um, being a front man came really from the era of the Rat Pack, so to speak. I was this cool jazz dude, and I always wanted to bring that back out. So I had to really, um, you know, work at some things. When I got with the Kings, um, it was more or less being a vocalist, a stylist vocalist, and, you know, I didn't need to... I didn't think I needed to hype the crowd because I'm not a crowd hyper, yeah. so to speak. Some people do that very well. That wasn't my thing. My thing was being smooth, being cool, talking to the crowd, you know, yeah. very, uh, very smoothly yeah. with a little, you know, finesse. That's who I am. I'm a finesse guy. But you want to bring the crowd in to what's going on on stage. How do you do that? You do that through entertaining them. Yeah. And some people, man, just want to hear you blow. <laughs> you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah. Some people just want to hear you blow. A lot of the the in-between songs is is I, I, what, is a big question of like, what do you do? Do you just go immediately right into it? Or do we say something? Uh, what, what do you need? But like, I think like you just said, just just let it go, let it blow. Yeah, let it blow, man. And you know, and and it's and 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 with the king, see the kings helped me a lot in um you know just the style that they want cuz you you know, they like to go they'll hit you with a song, boom, you go right into the next one. You don't have time a lot of times unless you take it. Well, Kings is one of the longest running or is the longest running group in this town, right? I, I, I'm not going to say that cuz you know how people are, but yeah. I know it's a long time. It's it's been over 50 it's over 50 years. Yeah, I Good lord. It's over yeah. 50 years. Yeah, cuz we've we've had Tim Martin on here who's played played with the Kings. Well, he's kind of yeah. with them now. Yeah. Yeah. Or he was. Oh, yeah, he yeah. was. He's not he's not there anymore. Okay. But and I'm trying to remember who else we Kenny had. Kenny's in there now, right? Kenny C's in there now. And that whole group is the, the church group you're talking about. Yeah. So Andy and Abby were discussing that with us, uh, with, with yeah. Laura, my uh, substitute co-host. Oh, these all-stars. Get out of here, you show-offs. <laughs> so, yeah. No, I mean, look at how it's grown. Yeah, yeah. Kenny, Kenny, Kenny is, um, as a matter of fact, his first show with the Kings is going to be New Year's Eve show. And, mm. and that's going to be amazing. You know, that's that's always. Can you disclose great, where it's going to be at? Yeah, um, the Hotel Roanoke. Oh, fantastic. And it's going to be. I'm, 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 I'm saying, you know, if, if, if people are looking for a great, great evening, a great venue, great time, great show, New Year's Eve. Get your tickets. <laughs> Get your tickets and come yeah. on out because we're going to yeah, rock man. the house, man. 
We're going to rock the house. That's crazy. Good for you guys. So how how long have you been with the Kings? I've been with the Kings for about 15 years, man. Man. <laughs> and I love them. And I love, you know, just, just, and I was thinking about this. I was thinking about this. You know, they let me in when I was green, man. When, I, Like I said, I hadn't done a show, man, in 25 years. You know, years. I was, and, I, and now I've been with them 15 years, man. Yeah, yeah. And um, playing with some amazing people. Um, and my, my good friend Brian Jones, you know, y'all know Brian I, Jones? Plays with Cimarron and yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, all yeah, that bass. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Are there two Brian Joneses? <laughs> I think there are. There might there be. There might be because look, Brian's everywhere. But so. I know. Well, no, no. But I know that Brian Jones. Oh, okay. I know of him through my friend who just passed, Jody Enzer. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Okay. But I think there's also another one who's more in the hard rock scene. I might. You should check okay. that out for. Anyway. Yeah. Sorry about your friend too, because um, oh man, um, I didn't know him. But uh, matter of fact, Brian asked me if I knew him. I said no. Brian who? Brian Jones. Oh, so it is that Brian. Yeah, yeah, Brian, he, Brian Jones. Yeah, play with Cimarron. Yeah, he would. Uh, Jody's, Jody's a wild man. He would just play. He was one of those human jukebox types. Okay, um, and he would like he would play occasional gigs with uh, Brian. He's like, when I play with Brian, I'm real good. Yeah, Brian's a monster too, man. Yeah, yeah. Because he'll just come and fill in gas Jones. away. Yeah, 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 yeah. He would talk about it frequently. Yeah. He, he, Brian. That's another one of my dear friends, man, Jonesy. I call it BJ. Mm, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, just love, you, you know, this, this whole music thing, man. Um, this whole creating what, being able to do what we do. See, I look at it a little bit differently than a lot of people. See, to, to me, it's not about a show. You know what I mean? It's a show, but it's not about a show. It's about giving what, what the Lord has placed within. See, if you know you have a gift, you know it didn't come from you. And I'm, okay. at least I know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think when you take the ego, yeah. we've talked about this uh, several times, when you take the ego out a little bit and you go on stage and you're doing it for somebody else, yeah. uh, there is a different side of that plane. And we've talked about that with like JoJo Stockman. And uh, yeah. um, uh, I'm trying to think of who else. Ca- off the top of my head, who who had said something like that? Um, Jerome? Jerome Clater. Was okay. it really? Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm out here stabbing in the dark. So, thank you. Yeah, Jerome Clater just talked about, you know, your, the duty is to, to go perform. Yeah. And yeah. Um, it's not about you. It's about what you're doing for the audience. And that's See. that's something I've we've heard several times now. Yeah, yeah. And, and it's legit. Like it took me twenty yeah. some years to learn yeah. that. Yeah. I will I will gladly say my first twenty some years performing and learning were a the craft and b myself. Yeah. But I was competing with myself. Yeah. Not to look at me myself. And I wanted to be sure that the world knew that. And Ooh. once you once Ooh. you once you really like hone that ability kind of your job to do that yeah it is if you want to perform i'm not talking about the musical craft because i know there's some cats sitting around in town that will never come on the show that we'll never meet who are gifted beyond belief and that's not what they're doing so there's there's the musical aspect but if you want to combine that with the performance aspect then that's your duty yeah that's your duty and it's worth researching it's worth studying it's worth uh putting your time in yeah working it's about working that thing work yeah going to work baby you know what i mean (laughs) just mm. So it, <laughs> I've never had a guest maybe want to go practice. <laughs> and I, I love all you guys that have come on, but I've never, I'm like, God, I don't want to go work. 
talk, talk to me about collaboration and what that means to you. Um, you know, this this whole show is based upon that and what we're doing, trying to do for this valley is bring people together and create this. Just show the outside people of of Roanoke and in Southwest Virginia that like, hey, this this area means business when it comes to music. Yeah. Um, I, I you know I have mixed feelings about that. Um. Just because, you know, when I first got out, you know, I used to do a lot at um, Blue Five. I love Blue Five because Blue Five just had that that feel to it. Um, it, it had an old school it had blues old, and jazz. See, that's like, why, yeah. It, it, I mean, it does. and it, ha- it has that vibe to it. And what I used to do, all of my shows, all of my shows, I would invite people to come up, musicians, and... Um, share what they share with but not everybody's receptive they're not to doing that and so that's my it's your caveat yeah that's fair yeah that's fair yeah yeah but you're collaborating on a very different level as i guess what i'm trying to say you're playing not only with the kings but you're doing the ascension project you've been doing all their jazz things So you're collaborating and you're using your gift to play with other musicians oh, yeah. other than just the Kings is what I'm saying. Yeah, so oh, you're, yeah. You're okay. sharing that talent as okay. well also. Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It, it's, it's because I'm, I'm able to do, um, see, what I do with, with the Ascension Project, I'm not able to do with the Kings. And so I, as, a, as an artist, I've got to let certain things out that I don't always let out with the Kings. Yeah. Okay. And that makes perfect so, sense. So, so, yeah. So I'm able, man, to show some more of who I am as an artist. And I owe that to the people that come to see me. People need to see and they need to hear and they need to feel what I've got in me. Why? Because I am the artist at that moment pre- doing a presentation. Sure. And it's always for me in my mind, it's not for me. Um, but then again, it is for me because I want people to know really the gift uh, that I have. It's more about the gift oh, and, yeah, and, yeah. The, and the giver. Uh, you understand what I'm no, saying? Completely. And that's hard to maybe articulate, but yeah, that's what it's about for me. I don't think that there's anything selfish about doing uh, a project that um, showcases a different side of talent and creativity. I mean, let's look at Jeremy and his his group Rootlock. That's 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 where you're getting a lot of your creative juices out. And I don't want to speak for you, but that like, am I wrong? No, it's so important to not lose that side of yourself. And you, you actually get more passionate, so like passionate as you can possibly be. Yeah. When you start talking about the other side of you, yeah. boy, you be, you be getting tense over oh. there. And, uh, and I, I think um, if you're out here making a living, right, there's some, there some killer bands out here. You can go see a band probably right now. Um, and they're going to, you know, take that hundred bucks home, 150 bucks home. And then they're going to work toward the weekend. Next thing you know, they got themselves a tiny little salary and they're supporting themselves, probably playing music that they might not be the biggest fan of, but they do enjoy uplifting and and actually getting their practice time in and, and doing that. Right. But you got to save space for, I got some other ideas. Yeah. And uh, and, and it's some artists don't do that whatsoever. Some artists frown upon it. Um, this is really isn't about taking sides. It, you are committed 
to that side of it. And I am too. I've just had a fresh, like, if I don't do that, I almost don't want to play. Ooh. Almost. So, and you're, you're just saying the same thing. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Because I've actually, you know, I've actually told, you know, um, especially when my fire, the, 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 the fire band, because I, you know, I love all those cats, man. And, um, I got so much of what I'm talking about through like working with Brian Mesco and all. See, cause, cause, and I don't want to, I don't want to say this wrong. Um, but Brian, Brian, Brian Mesco and Jamie, Jamie L and all those cats, their cats are just not afraid to go someplace. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And I said, if I just, if I'm just gonna play music, if I'm just gonna do music, do songs, I'll stop. <laughs> oh, okay, all right. I like how that's said. You know what I'm saying? If I'm just gonna play, so guess what? Every man out here can just pl can play songs. Mm. <laughs> yes, sir. If I'm just gonna play songs, I'll, I'll I'll stop. If I can't, if I can't move, if I can't. Bring something to touch a life, to touch a heart, to touch a soul, to make somebody feel like they can go on another day. Guess what? What am I doing? I'm, I'm not. I'm not playing. I'm not doing music, man. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not giving a part of my soul. You understand? But if I can't give a part of my soul, I'll. I'll, I'll close it down. Shut the door. Say I'm done. I think there are many many creative people in this town in this community that need to hear that oh yeah create you can create it's fully legal <laughs> it's okay you'll feel better about yourself create and don't be afraid to have it be kind of bad yeah like yeah. if you're afraid you of that that means you're already trying to achieve something that you you haven't you might not be ready to achieve like it's the failure the where you grow like Create. I yeah. want more create. If I had to, uh, there's a question that Travis always asks. I don't even know if it's written down. Uh, um, he always says, "Are well, looking you at anything today?" So nothing's written. Well, down. I wasn't. No, you're completely <laughs> unscripted, except your phone. So um, <laughs> let's put away. We work. Time. We work. We work well together because he's scripted and I'm not. Uh, he asks several guests this question. It's kind of like the Travis gauntlet. He says, <laughs> "He says, what would you like to see different here in Roanoke?" And here we are trying to uplift and. and um, pull together this community and he's asked it so many times that I actually have an answer to it and the answer is, answer is I'd like to see more creativity oh. and it's not that we're not creative yeah. it's that we're creative but let me go do my gigs first yeah. let me do this I get it I'm not coming down on anybody but I want to see what you got yeah. like you learn these skills you hone them right you can play the Eagles catalog and, and you, 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 <laughs> you can you can you can, play, yeah. you can play these catalogs. So take that catalog, take that vocabulary, and say something for yourself. Yeah. That would be my answer to that question, and I will give you the floor back. I'm just yeah. rambling. No, oh, go ahead. Oh, oh, I was going to ask. That was the question I was going to ask. Actually, I was going to ask what. Where do you think we can grow as a valley, uh, as as a valley of musicians, and how can we not we as the podcast, but we we the people here in this valley support that. Yeah, I get well. Well, well, I th I think it's. Um, I think you guys are, you know, definitely 
um, on the cutting edge of doing that right now through your podcast. I think as as musicians and entertainers and and everything, it's 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 putting on you know it's showcasing like um, um, songwriting and um, ev- even even taking music and repurposing it yeah and doing something yeah yeah doing something look i come from a band y'all i kid you not when i was in delaware i come from a band we never did any cover music yeah everything was original everything we did was original and um see you grew you grew up with that you know that that's part of your blood your musical blood in my opinion it's yeah. gotta be right yeah. like oh, oh it is and i think that's what jeremy's trying to say that's that's could be around here and i think it would take run up to a completely different level yeah. musically yeah yeah and, and and let me say this just to get this out is that we can't as as entertainers we can't be afraid and i think Jeremy was kind of hitting on that. See, you can't be afraid to create. You can't be afraid to go other places in the music. I talk about this a lot if I talk about it to myself. Okay, but I talk about it a lot. And that is, <laughs> you, know, you know what I'm saying? Look, 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 look. See, you've got to let, and I'm talking about you, I'm talking about we as entertainers and, 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 and musicians, we've got to let the music take us where the music wants to go sometimes the music just wants to go baby and you can't be afraid to go there you know what i'm saying yeah because too many people are afraid there's a big fear i'm I'm afraid i'm afraid no i ain't afraid guess what i'm (laughs) i believe in innovation i believe in in improvisation and creativity and that's where we're gonna have to we're gonna have to take the music there. And sometimes you might have to dial it back because somebody's like, "Oh, I can't stand that," you know. But be, but that's what turns your head. Yeah. And and I I if I'm playing devil's advocate in this uh, okay, situation, okay, the fear is, and it was for me, was that the that the valley wasn't going to accept my my creativity, yeah. and that that it takes time. I was in a Christian oh, group for ten. I, 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 I love that. eight years. <laughs> okay, and I wrote my own music. Okay, and this valley it was really tough to play places, yeah. other than churches and relay for life. Yeah, and so you had to really I had to fi- figure out what that grind looked like. Yeah in a very different it's and it was very very different than what it is playing in a cover group and i've played in several myself so like i i am a hundred percent with you hundred percent uh and i think the the fear's got to go away yeah Yeah. great great answer and if you have to dial stuff back then you have to dial it back absolutely but you gotta go. You gotta try. (laughs) you You gotta try and put yourself out there got to go yeah if you don't go you don't really know where you're staying yeah exactly if you don't go yeah you know where you are yeah if you don't go yeah i'm here yeah i'm here but if you don't go you don't know where you're staying you don't you don't know what you're capable of and this is the only podcast i think we've had that's gone this far into the creative and original realm we always talk about it yeah always talk about it and i I love the you know it's always the same arguments you know it's like if you want to make money you got to do the song like they hear it on the radio and i'm like it's not true it's not true because you're live. Yeah, I don't believe that. People, people that do that song on the radio actually do a different live. Yeah. Uh, there is a 
it is a beautiful craft to imitate exactly what you're hearing on the radio. That's a craft that that need, need, that need it not is. be sold short. It is. And there's nothing wrong with being weird and coming up with your own version. Now, is the crowd going to like it? Don't know. But art is art. You know, I think I said this on the last podcast. Like, we know Starry Night. We know that that painting. Um, is that a... Who did Starry Night? Um, um, is that Van Gogh? Or is, I think, that, I think, is that Monet? I think it's Van... Oh, wait a minute. You so we're musicians. Yeah, first and foremost, first we're musicians. Ah. But would you ever pay to go see somebody do a Monet or a Van Gogh? You, you might. It's yeah. worthwhile because yeah. it's brilliant, right? Yeah, absolutely. But what's the next one? Where's the next one coming from? We don't know. Yeah. More people are going to fail than succeed. Yeah. But I'd say, don't be scared. Yeah. Go. Yeah. That's just me. There's a lot of people. Gotta take, like, gotta, take the, gotta take the fear out of, out of, out of what we do, man. And, um, you know, it, everything may not work, but, um, but at least you tried and at least you got that thing. Cause, cause what, what happens to a lot of us, man, is we stay locked up. We're afraid to, to let it, we're afraid to let that stuff go. And guess what? Yeah, it's yeah. it's, it's going to be there. You know, it's going to stay there. It's going to stay there until yeah. you let it out, man. All, all of us. Yeah. All of us are kind of like that to a degree. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Absolutely. No, I mean, it's it's truly inspiring to um, see both of you guys kind of talk about the the creative juices and what that where that put puts you as an individual and how that makes you feel um, when – when it's locked inside, like you've, you've both have said, you just can't hold, you can't hold it in. Can't hold it in. You know? No, it's not, it's not, it don't feel good. No, it doesn't feel no. good. It don't feel good to hold it in. I'll tell you what, getting it no. out, getting it out doesn't always feel good either, uh, but like you got to, Yeah, you got, you got to get it out. Yeah. If, if, if it's calling, if it's not calling you, don't do it. Well, see, I think, and I, I'll tell you what, anybody, I that. That, any, I that. anybody that makes fun of someone who is being creative, you have full reign to do that. I just challenge you to create something first, and then you make fun of them. Yeah, I challenge you. Yeah, yeah. and it is, and then if you get a bunch of creative people in a room making fun of each other, that sounds like a party to me. <laughs> creative jokers. I think so. What were you gonna say? <laughs> I feel like I've uh, interrupted you more than no, I no, I, no, I, no. I hope you don't feel that way. It's <laughs> oh, been one come of the on. fun. It's been really no, fun. No, no, because me. I love the exchange. I think that's what it's all about. We're conversating, man. And um, I'm, I'm getting to know two cats, man, that I didn't know. And I'm, I'm enjoying it and I'm loving it. So that's, to me, that's what it's all about. Well, that's what music's about, right? That's, you're, you're right. That's what music's you're about. absolutely right. Yeah, so. I mean, it, it is a, uh, I'm revisiting a book right now by Victor Wooten. Um, called the, I think it's called The Music Lesson. I lost it. I think my friend Andy stole it. He's <laughs> kind of a jerk. He broke my guitar. He steals my books. Um, <laughs> I'll know if he's listening. <laughs> um, so Vic signed it for me, and um, it's really, really a wonderful book about how music should be thought of as a language. And if you're one of the Wooten brothers, it was like you were actually playing yeah. before you were speaking. And then I, I tell a lot of my students that if you treat it that way. And I actually play more in lessons than I ever thought. I used to feel guilty about not writing something down, explaining something. There's some lessons I have where I'm like, sit down, let's play. And they feel lost, right? No, yeah. but I feel like the ones that can, I'll do that with the ones that can understand it's a conversation. Um, you can't read or write until, like, like fluently, probably until you're seven, eight, nine. Let's talk. You can't read or write, but can you talk? 
Can you communicate to your parents that you're hungry or you got to go to the bathroom when you're six? The answer is yes. Can you write it on a piece of paper? No. No. So why with music do we start there? Mm. So why do we start with the, the, so, the so, physical writing of notation wise? Yeah, with music. So yeah. as a language, we're starting at that point. And so yeah. Vic, this book is, it doesn't say those words, but it really points that direction. Uh, if we communicated with pitches, tones, rhythm, feeling, and, and, and the elements of music um, that way, prior to putting it on paper, a lot of people wouldn't be quite so stuck. Mm. And I think it's, I think it's true. That's interesting. I think it's true. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You get in a room with instruments and we're all four years old. Just don't, you know, certain kids don't want to play instruments. <laughs> but the ones that stay playing, they're going to communicate <coughs> on the instrument. Right? Yeah. I am rambling again. Absolutely. Yeah. So one of my final questions before we um, end my portion of the show uh, and go to Jeremy's. Dang, this uh, whole portion is yours? It has been. It's all I thought mine. It was so I, mine. I've loved it, man. <laughs> Love you. Talk, talk about the financial implications that music has on your life. And, and I I want to hear, I, I'm really interested in hearing it from you because you're so passionate about it. My, my guess would be like, it's the money doesn't matter. It's the moment. It's yeah. I mean, <laughs> the, 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 you know, the few dollars that we make, man, um, it, it, it helps a little, you know, but for me, for me, if I could make the few dollars, that's okay. My main thing is, can I go out there and share myself, share my yeah, music, the moments, the, the the joy, the love? Um, I'll I'll sing for nothing. And when you can do, when you can say, that, I'll sing for nothing. I'll do a whole show for nothing real you know because i love what i do if i can touch a life what's what's a what's a hundred couple hundred bucks or whatever yeah. what, what is that to me mm. yeah. if i can touch a life baby i'm gonna touch a life you know this is a gift and you know you know it's a gift that god gave us this this not this ain't nothing that this ain't nothing that we we, we come up with this is something that's that was that was given to us at birth the desire, the, the heart, the passion for it, uh, or, or the skill. We have to develop the passion sometimes ourselves, but at least we have the skill, the knowledge of how to do it. All that comes from him. Yeah, you know, they say, they, they say, they, they say find something that you love and you can make money with it. Yeah, you can do that. But I'll do this without some money. <laughs> if it makes sense to you perfect <laughs> sense which leads me to the buddy gauntlet welcome to the buddy gauntlet. i really wish that uh had we known the rat pack references and whatnot that we had a little a little fly me to the moon for terry Fly me to the moon, let me play among the stars, let me see what spring is like on Jupiter and Mars. In other words, hold my hand, baby, yes, in other words, darling, kiss me. <laughs>
are, uh, the power of music is is such that Terry, who we don't really know, we know a little better now, can just you know sing a stanza of that, and we both just hang our heads and snap our fingers. You look at what's going on in the world today, and, and you wonder why we can't come together. Music brings people together. That's as cliche oh. as it is. Uh. We, can, we can fight about it. But it does. It's true, man. It brings people together. It's true. So this is the buddy gauntlet, which is questions you weren't you weren't briefed on. They're meant to be hard, and you're uh, you're not allowed to cheat and give extra answers. <laughs> okay. Who's your top musical influence? Oh my goodness! <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. One. Just one. Yeah. yeah. We like to struggle. Look at look at his face. Terry needs medication. <laughs> Cause don't, cause you know what it is? You feel like you're cheating the ones you don't say, isn't yeah, it? I mean, yeah, it makes no sense to me. Can I say that? <laughs> I mean, that, that, he that, that, ended at my that, can, that can be your answer. That makes no sense to me. It, it, it's no way I can pick just one. Now, I can't. So that's an answer. That is an answer. And I will take it. Yep. There's no way I can pick one. We're not going to let you. It means our audience doesn't know that much <laughs> yeah. about you. That's true. Um, you know, we've been toying with the idea of, uh, <laughs> me doing, me being a guest on the podcast <laughs> next, next season, uh, cause I'm gigging a lot. Right. So we had a guest host a few weeks ago and, and I just wonder what Travis is going to come up with <laughs> <laughs> the, if, if we do, I don't know if I'm going to do it. I've, I've been writing ideas now. Um, it's a difficult question, right? I think it's good for people. If we have some non-musical listeners listening to understand, like we're immersed when we decide to do this. Like we don't really decide you hear music when you're seven years old or five years old, whatever. You're like, I love that. And you, you don't make that decision. You yeah. just go, I love that. Yeah, and man. as you grow, I mean, you go through phases. It's, yeah. It's tough. Cause timing time, it, it plays, you get a different influence when you're five and exactly. a different influence when you're, when you're, when you're 25. On the other hand, I think if you're forced to answer the question, <laughs> You have to. I'm not gonna. Your your answers go. Your answers golden. I think you have to. You have to reflect. You have to go. I really need to expand. Oh like I need to do God better. Lord. Um, I hope he texts me in like four days and be like, "This has really bothered me," and I'll come up with an answer. Oh, we'll mention it on the next. Yeah, one. I'll mention. So your answer is that doesn't make sense to me. It's too hard. I take it. I take it. Absolutely. Um, who is your top non-musical influence? Non-musical? Yeah. Yeah. Like, what the, What about the other part? The other part, of the, the non-musical Terry. Ooh. Oh, gosh, man. Uh, um, my wife? <laughs> Can I say She'll, that? she'll hey, appreciate say, that answer. Say that again I'll a little say, more I'll confidently. Say, I'll, say, I'll say, yeah, I mean, you know, there, there's, I'll, I'll, I'll say my wife because i tell you why. Because she is a tremendous, she's a tremendous woman. You know, first of all, we'll be married 50 years, y'all. Listen. Did y'all get married when y'all was two? In, yeah. In May, in May, we'll be married 50 years. When I got ill, couldn't walk, couldn't do nothing. She was there with me by my side, helping me do everything that I couldn't do by myself. You understand what I'm saying? Sure do. Yeah, you're talking about somebody, man, that's true blue. I mean, ride or die. You know what I'm saying? I mean, sick through I sickness and health, buddy. Sick, sickness and health. 
Oh my God, yeah. I'd have to say her, man. I'd have to say her. And I'm so grateful and appreciative for her. Yeah. Thankful. Yeah, absolutely. Um if there's one thing you could go back and change, what would it be? Oh wow. the, man, these are meant to dig in. Just these so you are, know. No, no, I'm, <laughs> I like it. I like it. <laughs> it it would be, you know what it would be for me, man? It would be the time that I thought that I couldn't do it. You know, I would change that. The, the, the time I thought that I could not sing because because of the gap. Okay, because of the gap. Okay. Yeah, because of yeah, you, you know, working with the church and all. And I, I mean, that's twenty five. That's thirty years, man. That's a lot, of, of, a lot of time. That's 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 a lot of time that you know I missed an exploration of music and things that. Mm. Um, that I, I, I would have, I would have come up with, that I would have done. That mm. I, uh, yeah, I see where you're going. You see what I'm doing? Absolutely. Yeah. That, that that I'm, you know, those those days are gone. Those, mm -hmm. The time is, is is done. That that spoke to me in a, in a deeper way. We can talk about it after the show. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man. Um, you, because you wonder, like, what was there? Oh, oh yeah. When I was busy doing this other thing. Oh yeah. Yeah, I don't know if that's the safest way to think about it, but you really but yeah. you know, struck a chord. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Terry, thank you for what you're doing for this Valley. Thank you for being on the podcast. Oh. Thank you for sharing your time this evening with us. Uh, you've been a true delight to just talk to and get to know. I hope I hope I get to play with you. I hope I get to sing with Man, you. We better. I'm a we better. I'm a, that's I'm all a, I'm saying. I'm we a baritone, so I, I, I'd like to, to compliment that tenor. So. All right. I, yeah, um, I love it, man. I would love it, man, for real. So, so Terry, I struggle a lot with, um, you know, be, I have no trouble being creative. I like to be creative, and I've I've been fairly successful. And finding the enthusiasm is hard for me. Um, I'm open about it, especially with my close friends. And it's not yeah. that I disrespect the art or yeah. any of that. It's yeah. that, it's actually that I respect the art so much, and uh, you really inspired me in a way that. Um, hasn't happened yet on the podcast thanks thanks for coming my pleasure man i and i just want to thank you guys for um, inviting me to 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 be here um i love talking about music and, and the journey yeah and um and it's it's a matter of of stretching you know the guys tell me man that i that i um front for lead singer with they they tell me you make us play you know, and I've been told that more than once. You make yeah. us, you make us play more, play harder. Yeah, and facilitate. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes that job gets shared, but sometimes oh, it falls on one person. But, but yeah, and, and and you know, and I just, I just say, I just say, stretch. You know, for me, it's about stretching myself. Mm -hmm. And if you can stretch, see, stretch into the music, you're gonna become more passionate about what it is that yeah, you do. Yeah. You know what I mean? Stretch every 100%. every every gig, man. I'm stretching more. I'm, I want to go because there are places. There are places that music will take you that nobody else and no other place will. But no other thing can. No other thing yeah. can. Um, I'm gonna drop a live idea right now okay. because I I do know Chris Keaton. Um, he's a a friend of uh, the family. I have, so I have like. You know, we all have a mom, a paternal side and a maternal okay. side. I don't talk too much about the maternal side. Okay. And he's a friend of that side. And I would see him at events for many, many years and uh, never knew 
just how much how how immersed in the entertainment industry he was. Yes. Uh, and meanwhile, I was out doing theater professionally for seventeen years. Oh, wow. And we would just see each other, and you know what? Never speak a word. But now. Chris has been doing some work with the Kings since your absence. Yes. Can we get both of you guys to come on? I, I how would, how I would, would you how would, would you feel about that? I would come. I would come back. Yeah. yeah. Well, because Chris needs to do the podcast because yeah. he's got a whole lot to offer, not just musically. Like yeah. he's a busy dude. Yeah. He's a uh, yeah. He's got a lot going on. Man. He's also like a. I just want to make sure that'd be okay because you know he dresses nicer than yeah. anybody in this room. Yeah. <laughs> Chris Keaton, that is a call out. Yeah. Because uh, you guys have been involved with this band for a very long time. And I think, I mean, that is a platform for which almost all these other bands are on right now. Yeah. Like it or not. Yeah. They, I mean, and if you don't like the idea, tell me the when Kings, we shut the, shut the episode down. Nah, it's, nah, it's good, man. I'm cool. A, yeah, I'm fine. I'm fine. We'd Let's, love to have you back. Absolutely love to have you back. Maybe we'll just do a singers. I, Singers round table. Oh my god, I have such a god, you oh, singers, you singers, you singers. Gotta get the singers and the drummers singers on here. And the drummers. It's a connection that like <laughs> needs to be talked about. <laughs> I love it. Um, thanks for inspiring me, Terry. Oh man, thanks for coming on and sharing your stuff. My pleasure, man. Thanks for having me, Terry. Thank bless you. you so have much. a good night, man. Bless you, man. Thank you so Ladies much, ladies and gentlemen. We'll see you guys next time. Thank you, guys. <laughs>